Welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobronic. And I'm Amelia Bellobronic. And today, we're going to be explaining the magic of Disney. The magic of Disney parks and resorts. We're sort of keeping a magical theme for this month of December. We talked about the magic of Disney Christmas at home last week. And this week, I want to talk about the magic... The really the magical difference of Disney parks and resorts. Maybe explaining is not the right word. Maybe we'll be exploring. Yes, I think exploring is a better word. And this sort of came about as we were talking about, you know, sometimes you hear people say, well, Disney's parks, Disney vacations or Walt Disney World is great for kids. But, you know, there's nothing for teenagers to do there and that sort of thing. Mistake numero uno. Well, it got me thinking. First of all, I grew up there and went through it as a teen and loved every year right from, you know, single digits all the way through to current. Of course, what's not to like? Exactly. And lots of nieces and nephews who listen, hopefully, (laughs) right now, who also went through their teen years. So it got me really thinking. There is a lot of things to do for every age. Of course, if you go a lot, you know that. But what are people really saying when they say... There's nothing for teens to do. In the parks? Uh, on At Walt Disney World. They're saying that they don't want to go because they think it's a place for kids. Yeah, and I think they, what thing I think they're saying is there's no thrill, ro- there's no oh. s- extreme coasters, right? So Don't discriminate, although I do agree with those people, they need to put more extreme coasters and, and in. I, and I want to go on the record here. We said it in our, what if you were running Walt Disney World episode. Disney Dreaming. Yes, in the Disney Dreaming episode, I am still going on the record saying there will be a Disney Villains Park or Land, and in that park or land, there will be an extreme coaster. Mark my words, save this episode so I can say who was right. (laughs) I love saying who was right. Ask Amelia. Especially about Disney. Especially about Disney. Well, really about anything. And we know the Imagineers listen, so now... They're going to do that. But cause... back to our regularly scheduled program. I guess you just brought it back. <laughs> Disney, Disney, no, I'm thinking how to phrase this. Disney, vaca- it got me thinking, especially of Universal. Let's, let's You're compare. You're speechless it. because well, Disney I'm, is so magical. Well, here's the thing. If I say to you, just without any context, Disney, what are you going to think of? Parks. Okay, so for me, it's actually not parks. It's just everything Disney. There you was... can't think of everything in one thought, though. But the Disney feeling, to me, goes beyond parks. Disney means the characters, the... Well, maybe because I'm older than you. And Disney... start. Well, look, 1923, Main Street. Our 1923 comes from the year Disney was founded. Look, I think of the happy memories, and for me, pour moi, personnellement... I think that it's the happy memories that you have and that's what you think of. So for me, they're all like in the parks and going on the rides, running around and eating caramel at Epcot. But for you, it's probably different. Well, it's different. Like I was saying, in 2023, that will be 100 years of Disney. And it's, wow. only, and it's only 50 years of the parks or 60 of Disneyland. So there was a good 40 years of Disney films and Disney characters and Disney toys and the Mickey Mouse Club and the wonderful world of Disney that had nothing to do with the Disney The wonderful Park. world of what? Uh, the TV show, The Wonderful World of Disney, Sunday nights with Uncle Walt. We used to watch it. Right. But there were 
all these things before Disney. So Disney has a feeling about it, right? You think, what about Disney Channel, The Little Mermaid, all these things that have nothing yeah, to do with parks. Yeah, but I sort parks. of think that they're like, for me personally, when I think of them, even though I'm not right, I sort of, I think of the parks and then these are all these things that just surround them that they sort of did after. Well, maybe it's because at your age, we you grew up from birth literally at the park. So you think of it all as one. But here's the thing. Wouldn't that be fun to be born at Disney? I wonder if anybody has been born actually on site. There must have been somebody. I've never thought of that. All right, Twitterverse and Disneyverse people out there, chime in and let us know. They should many, get that baby should get a free annual pass. How many babies have been born on site at Walt Disney World, like in a hotel or something like that? But that aside, want to know? I mean, we're going off on tangents on our magical episode, but my point was, I say Disney, and you think of all those happy feeling. There's a there's a feeling to the word Disney. Now, if I say to you, Universal or Comcast. What's Comcast? The, the parent company of Universal oh. would technically be the equivalent of Disney. Do you have... Diagon Alley. See, you don't <laughs> think... It doesn't bring... This is my point. It doesn't bring the same overall warm sense We've of, also only been there once. Warm, it's not <laughs> being there. Well, see, that's the thing. You don't have to be at Disney or have ever gone to a Disney park for someone to say Disney and you know all the Disney characters, the Disney movies, the Disney Channel, the feel-good nature yeah, of everything okay. Disney, right? That's my point. So looping this all back to <laughs> teens and that, the point is for teens or any age, it's not about a thrill ride. We all love going to, in our case, Canada's Wonderland is our local park with super extreme coasters or a universal or a cedar universal or six flags super extreme or cedar coasters. pointers you know any of these parks we love going to those but those are parks it's not the same feeling when you go it's there as a disney there's, there's no magic around it right the rides are fun but it's not magical so but that's for, what i'm talking about what's the like universal has films universal has hotels it has a, wa- a water park and it has different theme parks so <laughs> you know what the difference is what disney built Disney as a family concept started by Walt in 1923, that feel-good, you know, trying to get that feel-good family concept, whereas Universal was just a company making movies. And then they tried to take those movies and make rides out of them. Did a good job. Yeah, they're good rides, but there's no magical feeling around them, in my opinion, the same way there is about Disney. It's not, it's more like, okay, this ride is based on this magical movie, so we're going to put a magical feeling here, whereas this ride is just sort of blessed, so we'll we'll just leave it. Does that make sense? No, that did not make any (laughs) sense to me at all. I feel Universal certain rides feel magical while others don't. Okay, well, that that would that would support my point. You know, the parks are just, they're more, Universal Parks are more like a Six Flags or a standalone park. It's because Disney's in it's just its own bubble of happiness. And Dis- look at Walt Disney World. There's much more than just the parks. And Universal obviously blatantly copy, you know, their little uh, street walk area. It's, it's all a copy of Disney things. And, you know, more power to them. They have lots of properties. But the magic of Disney, when Bringing it back to this teens thing for people who say that, it's not about, my point is, it's not about just the rides. If you are someone who likes Disney. And do not all the things you can do outside of the park. We don't have to go through it. Most of those are things for teens. Exactly. Go back and listen. about all these things. So that's the magic of Disney parks and resorts. And there's so many, you know, I don't know if they have an equivalent of magical moments. 
for example, at Universal in the same way now, that Disney does. When you drive up to Universal, sure, it's going to be fun, but it's not the same way as when you like drive through the arch, which they redid and it looks great. But when you drive through the arch, for me, it's like entering the big bubble of happiness that surrounds the Disney property. It's called the bubble of happiness. Yeah, And you exactly. drive in and you feel magic. Right. So that is the whole point here. There, there is a magical experience to Disney parks and resorts that goes far beyond even Universal. And we're only mentioning Universal a lot because that is the closest thing there is to a Disney. The other theme parks are essentially standalone theme parks. They're, and like I said, they're fun and they have their own little characters okay, and things why? like that. Now, most people think that those are better for teens, but why is Disney better? Well, here's what I would say. You have to be someone who likes Disney. So this is where I would break the point. So I will agree that if you're not a Disney-loving family to some degree, and if your teens didn't grow up enjoying Disney movies or Disney characters... Well, then you might not like it. (laughs) Then they might not like it. So Disney plays best for the whole experience for people who actually like Disney. (laughs) So is... I get it's like a memory sort of thing. It's nostalgia, and that's yeah, where they get exactly. They've done an excellent job. And the thing about Walt is he never kudos to Disney, he, by the way. The thing is, he he never planned it this way, right? He really <laughs> loved that Marceline, Missouri. He grew up as a kid, and he had sort of a fragmented childhood. I think he had a secret plan for this to happen. No, he didn't. Yes, you, he did. You should read his biography. The, uh, the Gabler one, by the way, if anyone's looking for books to read an or Christmas gifts. An autobiography? It, no, it's, a, it's an unauthorized biography, but widely regarded to be the most accurate and... So it could be auto. No, it's not auto, because, well, auto means you wrote it. I know, but how do you know Walt didn't write it? Because he had passed away for many, many decades when this was published. Maybe they just found it in anyway, his attic and published it. We're not in the courtroom here. Amelia wants to be a lawyer, so as you can saying. see, she starts her argumentative tones. But my my point being that yes, you have to appreciate Disney to really why to really enjoy it as a teen. But why would I'm you saying. appreciate Disney? What's so special about Disney? Well, as I was saying, it has that heartwarming family feel about it. That's what's great what do about they do? Disney. And Walt started from the very beginning. Enjoying that small town, Marceline, Missouri, is where he, but where he based a lot of his feelings on that. He lived there for a short time, but it had that, almost like our little downtown here, it had that small town feeling, people knew each other, people smiled, waved to each other, and he wanted to capture that, first through his films and other artworks, and then when he came up with his Disneyland theme park idea, he wanted to bring it life and... And he did, he tried to make it like clean too, because I read that he went to this other theme park and he sat on a bench and he watched how many steps that people would take before they just, they just threw their garbage on the ground. And so he said that he he counted and the average number was 30. So now every 30 steps at Disney World, there's a garbage can. So that's why the garbage cans are placed. So many. That kind of thought that Walt put into everything is all part of the magic of Disney parks and resorts. I want to count. If you're going, can you count and see if that's true? Is there really one like every 30 steps? I know. I feel the I longer know. we go away from Walt's <laughs> passing, the more we slip away from his dream. So Imagineers, if anyone's listening, please remember. Imagine, keep you know, close we to listen, the dream. we're going to be the new Walt. Keep close to the dream. Yeah, keep close to the dream. So that is my whole point of the magic of Disney parks and resorts. You know, and whether so 
you must love Disney, or at least like Disney to enjoy it. I think that's a fair statement. So if you have a teen and you're dragging them there and they just don't like Disney, they never did, yeah, they're not going to like it and they may be happier at a Universal or a Six Flags. Or don't make them go to the park. Like, do other things like horseback ride or sports or boats. Or or... archery, yeah. Exactly. You don't have to make them go to the park. Or yeah, so let them know of all the other fun things there are to do there, right? There Play are for them other fun for things. Some of the past episodes. Yes. <laughs> be sure to listen to those past episodes as we hook it I'm in. I'm sure your teen will be very interested. So that is the magic of Disney parks and resorts. And that's why it's so different. And you know, I just wanted to talk about that today. And it even if it's your first time going on a Walt Disney World vacation or your fiftieth time you still get excited about going. There's always something, which people don't think there would be, but there's always something new, and it's kind of scary how much new stuff there is. It, it really is scary. So I've been over 100. Now, I'm not talking 100 times, like going to the parks once. Like if you're in Orlando, going to the parks, that's not 100 visits. 100 visits for me is 100 weeks spent on site at Walt Disney World Resort hotels, you know, flying there. So I'm well over 100 in the past almost 50 years now. We're coming up in 50 years, and we started right when it opened, two to three weeks a year. Uh, So when you, I'm still over 100 weeks, and it is absolutely true. Every single vacation, there is something new that we haven't done before, whether it's a restaurant opening or a ride refurbishment or they changed a shop from Yankee Trader to Memento Mori in the Magic Kingdom. Can you say the same about Universal? We don't go enough to say that. I know. I'm asking people who go. Can you say the same? And I'm not And I'm not saying you went once when you were five and then again when you were eight and now you're 11 and every three years they add something new. I mean, if you go consistently, can you say that? It might be true that they changed things. I want to know. You know from visiting Universal that it's it's just not set up in I the like same Universal. magical way. I just... But do you like it? Okay, let's, let me ask you that. I want to do this or that. Because Cause you like Universal... Because of Harry Potter. (laughs) If there was no Harry Potter at all at Universal, would you feel the same? Okay, so see? And that's, that is the, okay, this is good. Because Harry Potter brings the magic. So let me run with this. That is the difference. That is a key difference between a Universal type of park and a Disney type of park or resort. Because Universal doesn't put in the thought. They just copy Disney with less magic. It's like saying, if you took away... And this may be true for a small percentage, but if we got rid of Galaxy's Edge, would Walt Disney World fall apart? No. 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 Because every single... I think I've been to Galaxy's Edge like once so far. So every single... (laughs) Probably twice. So every single property they have builds on the last one. And this is what I'm getting at. This Disney... For 10 years of my life, it wasn't there and I still went. For Disney magic is everything combined into one. Whereas Universal is parceled into specific properties. Properties in terms of uh, Diagon Alley or whatever else they have. Or or just generic coasters like Rip Ride Rocket. Which, by the way, I am not a fan of. My head. Yeah. That is a too herky-jerky for me. My head. And we do go to Universal, so we know of what we speak. But And I like to sort of compare them. Let's do a Disney. comparison. What's the weenie of Universal? It's They're not structured that way at all. There is none, right? There's no weenies, Would really. Would it be like the little ball at the center? I don't think. Like the No, Earth? that's not. That's outside the park even, right? That's oh. before you go in. That's at the end of the city walk and before yeah. you get into the park. I mean, it's in front of the bark. Bark? Bark? You're park. thinking bark because Amelia's been eating Christmas bark all morning. 
<laughs> that they just, made. Okay, I want to know, does Universal decorate for Christmas? Yes. But like Disney and, and you, decorate? Yes. Universal goes all out and, and their Halloween, I would argue, if you, you know, I, w- I like their Halloween. It's scary, right? It's But again, it's like our, so Canada's Wonderland is our local park. Canadians will know it, at least Ontarians. And they do a similar super scary Halloween type thing, just like Universal. Which Whereas is great. Disney always maintains their family vibe, e- although they've been getting a bit more villainous, and I'm hoping for the villains park we. What go they a need bit more. is a teenager park where kids don't have to go there. There's still four parks. It's great for them, but also they could have like a teenager area. That's what they need. But what do you mean by a teenager area? Where they have as like, you're about to become a teen. Where they very have like soon. extreme. Oh my goodness. Where they have extreme coasters and they have, for Halloween, they have scary stuff like they actually do. So there's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and then there's Maleficent's Chill You to the Bone Party. This is my villains park that I keep talking about. That's what I'm saying. They should take that, make it a teen park where there's, and kids can go, but I'm just saying it would be more geared towards Well, it wouldn't be geared towards teens. I mean, we would love it, but it would be geared. teens and older. Yeah, it would be something that teens could really get excited about. The kind of teens who might not otherwise care for Disney. Exactly. And I'm saying, Disney, if you add this, do you know how many more visitors you'll get? And so this is what I'm saying. So teens like me and our family will love Disney. It's the teens who may not be Disney fans. I'm going to go when I'm a teenager. But but you fall into the camp who's a Disney person. Of course. Uh, But teens who aren't, yeah, they they might say, eh... The parks are a bit too Disney for me because oh, they think of Disney as little kid Disney. They don't really think of the Star Wars sides or other sides of Disney, like even Flight of Passage or those things. However, if we get our villains park with villains coasters, and like you said, even the club villain party was pretty good. And I'm sure but teens would have liked that. What else do teens Because it was want? a little bit edgy. It was. Teens want edginess. But what do they want? Because I can't, I'm not a teenager Well, yet, they want but... something edgy that's not seen to be, oh, it's so safe Disney packaged. And you can still have the safe Disney family vibe, which is its core uh, central theme. It's that the we foundation. All it's the foundation for sure. But you can still be villainous. And have that foundation. And Disney would be very good in this villain's park that we keep touting that doesn't exist. Come on. And the coaster I've already named Vilified (laughs) (laughs) with the (laughs) Maleficent coaster through the thorns and everything um, would be able to accomplish that. So, what about Maleficent's very scary Halloween party? Yeah, and you could do. They should do that. And it's fair because you could have. The Halloween, like, isn't that what you just said? Yeah, you can have the Mickey party at the Magic Kingdom, and you can have an edgier party. Or in even the without park. Vilified, do do it at like Hollywood or something. Yeah, just like they did with Club Villains. So exactly, make it scary. So Imagineers who are listening, please consider adding a scarier party to Hollywood, and then when you build the park, I've asked for. <laughs> and remember to credit us because yes. we gave you all of this inspiration. Yes, you've given us all. We've given you all of these great ideas that we think about. But I'm really passionate. about I want to see before I die someday the villains park. What so, is this talk of dying? I thought so, we were going to Disney Magic. So don't make it too long, is what I'm saying. So Mr. Chapek, in charge now. I know we're in a pandemic, but we're going to come out of it with guns a-blazing and lots of money pouring back in. So maybe we don't need reflections. We need a Disney villains yeah, park. Take your budget and move it towards yeah. the park. And you can build more hotels around the new park, as we've already discussed. Or inside the park. 
Or inside the park. You know what? I, I want to do a this or that for Universal. All right. And Disney. You start because... No, I'm not going to start. I'm it's your idea. I'm a fan of Universal. You, every one of mine is going to be Disney because while I enjoy no, occasionally... No, you give it to me. Oh, well, but you're going to pick Harry Potter or anything and anything else, you'll probably pick Disney. Well, so there's really no point in doing a this or that. That's not true. So I don't think we need a this or that Universal. To be honest, I don't go to Universal enough and I know our what our answers would be. And they're not really... You think they would be, but they're not comparable. They're not comparable. And I think, you know, that's a good statement because it's really what I was getting at all along. Disney it's, likes to compare them as what would we be without rules, but you know. Yeah, they make <laughs> they poke fun at Universal, but it's really not a this or that at the park level. At any level? If you is don't, there a level where it is? No, well, it, there might be. If There may be somebody out there, I don't know who, who really has no allegiance to Disney or Universal. They're going to be choosing between one or both, or a lot of those people. I want to meet that person. Back when I was a travel advisor, would say, "Can I do both?" Yes, in one week. Of course. You well, you can't really see all. If you're splitting a week, if you have seven days and you're going to go three at one and four at the other, can you see Walt Disney World in its entirety in four days? No. No, but of course I, not. I do two and five. But you could see portions of it. You can't do Walt Disney World in its entirety in 30 days. Yeah, so there are those people. But the whole point of this episode, and I think it's really been underlining everything we've been talking about, is there is a foundational sense of magic, as you put it, that is a bubble over everything Disney. Everything they do ties back to a family vibe and all their things for the last hundred years. And the app is the perfect name, My Disney Experience. Right. Because it's an experience. Whereas Universal is more fragmented, lots of good stuff like Harry Potter and lots of fun rides and, and, you know. But it's not an experience. It's not the same kind of magical moment experience that you get at Disney. And that is really what I wanted to talk about this whole episode. And just to close it out, let's not forget, we're just talking about Disney World and to some degree Disneyland would follow the same suit. But Disney goes far beyond that with Disney Cruise Line, with Disney Alani in Hawaii, Disney Vero Beach Resort, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. So Disney's like... A computer virus, but instead of erasing all your data, it gives you flowers. Well, I have no <laughs> idea what it that means. It spreads the joy, okay. and you can't get rid of it because it's everywhere, yeah. and it's magical, and it's happy. Yeah, once that Disney magic is in you, why would you want to get rid of it? But and it's pretty hard to get Everyone rid of it. has either been to a Disney park, a Disney hotel, watched a Disney movie, or a Disney show at some point. In their lives, except for a newborn baby. as you And that's what out. I'm getting at. And it all comes together when you do the parks and resorts. But don't forget these hotels and cruises, too. So that is the magic of Disney is much more expansive. It's much more ingrained in every part of people's lives growing up. And it, whether or not it's commercialized now, when Walt started it, he didn't have that vision. In fact, he never, he was pretty much broke his entire time. Really? That he was, well, the company was that that he was building his empire because he wasn't building an empire. He was trying to do family-friendly, loving things that really meant something special to him. And it started, as you said, with him and his daughters in Kearney Parks. That, okay, so Daddy, now, now it's you. You've seen Disney. You've seen Universal. Now you have to create a billion-dollar company. It's your turn. Well, isn't 1923 Main Street a billion-dollar company? Mm, 
Mm-hmm. You're yeah. one man. Walt was one man. Walt was a man that had a dream. All Wait, right. What's your dream? I'm going to have to take that away. <laughs> I need a brother, Roy, to manage my income for me. <laughs> and then we'll see what we can do. We need a dream. So let us know what you think about the Disney magic after listening to this episode. Do you agree? Do you agree with us as Disney fans or do you disagree with us? Do you think a Disney vacation is different from other vacations because that magic is underlying pretty much everything you do? Because it's thought. It's the thought. How much thought do you, how much time do they spend thinking? And even the sight lines. Like You've been much, thinking about the designs of exactly. the Exactly. How tons, much time do they tons. spend? And you notice the difference. Or, or next time you go to Universal, I would say, uh, you may not do this, but I do. Look at those things. Look at the sight lines. And I can see I'm on rides and I'll see little spaces where I can see stuff. Or, oh, there's a, like an exit door in the middle of the ride. Things that Disney goes out of their way to make sure don't yeah. happen. All because Walt wanted you to be on a movie set and not and be part of the experience and exactly not, not so that's why they have backstage you can see a lot of backstage at universal they don't have that same kind of thought but still fun parks different types yeah. of things and that is the magical difference of disney parks and resorts and during this holiday season we like to talk about the disney magic so we'll have it's more coming at you next all week of us. yes in another different topic so be sure to join us next week and thank you for spending this 30 minutes or so with us this week. Follow us along on social media at 1923 Main Street. We love having you. And, you know, we're everywhere. And people have been really commenting. We appreciate all the kind thoughts. And I love hearing from we people love who hearing listen feedback. to the show. Yeah. And if you have topic ideas, I'd exactly. love to hear that too. We'll run with those. Things as you well. want us to talk about. We love, we love yeah, talking. We love it's it. And we, we love when you disagree with what we say because you've got opinions. We want to hear yeah, them. I disagree all the time. Any, any Disney person with an opinion is good by us. Exactly. And that's the magic of it all. We don't all have to like the same things, and that's why there's so much to experience. So feel free to share your thoughts. Yes, with us. So listen, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this show and are having a good holiday season so far. Despite everything that's going on around us, the Disney magic is still there in some way, shape, sense, or form. (laughs) And hopefully you've started decorating your houses with a little bit of Disney magic. We're done. So yeah, we're, (laughs) we're not done yet. We still got more decorating to do. So have a magical week, and be sure to join us again next week. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Bye-bye.